Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, we are at Button Willow Raceway Park for race two here of our Cal Club Championship races on the 27th of June, 2020. Race group two is getting ready to begin. Let's go through our qualifying order for race group two here. These are our what we call wings and things cars. In your 11th row on the inside will be Rick Shea. He is in the number 52 FX car. Row 10 is going to be C.J. Ray in an FX car on the outside, number 71. The F Formula Continental car is uh, Greg Labate, number 61. He's on the inside of row 10. Row number 9 on the outside, Tom Van Wee in the FX car, number 3. On the inside of row number 9, car number 48, Norm Benson in the Prototype 2 car. Row 8 on the outside, Terrence Carhar. In the FX car, number 66. On the inside of row 8 is 06 car of Maurizio Brantoff in, in Sports 2000. Row number 7 on the outside, Robert Kazan in the P2 car, number 12. Next to him on the inside is Gary Peterson in the number 04 Formula Continental. Your 6th row on the outside, car number 6, Nicholas Coe, also in a Formula Continental. Your inside of row six is Robert Merritt in the number 41 Formula Atlantic. Row number five on the outside is John Yeatman in the F Formula Enterprises car, number 22. Next to him in a Formula Continental car, number 96, uh, Harindra De Silva. Row number four is going to be Daryl Wizzleman in car number 23W, Formula Atlantic. And in next to him on the inside is Corey Condit in the FE2 car of number uh, car number 37. Your third row on the outside, Paul Marino in Formula Continental. He was also in the previous race. He's in car number 14. And then car number 99 is Peter West. He's in a Formula Continental car. He is going to be on the inside of row number three. Row number two on the outside is Tom Hope in a Formula Continental. Number 18 on the inside is your FE2 pole sitter, Thomas Burt, in car number 45. Your Formula Continental pole sitter on the inside, on the outside of pole uh, row number one is Timothy De Silva in the number 32 car. And your race two pole sitter is Jim Devonport driving the number 23 P1 car, and he is from Alamo, California. The lights are out on a pace car, so once this field comes around, Tracy Kane, who's our starter, will decide whether or not she likes what she sees. If the field is all nice and tidy, uh, they will get the green flag. We will see how that works. Once the pace car enters pit lane, uh, Jim Davenport will be in control of the field. He will set the pace down towards the start-finish line, and we will see what happens at that point in time. Again, we're running... Uh, Configuration 14 clockwise here at Button Willow. 
14 clockwise, one of the more than 20, actually it's probably twice that because we run clockwise and counterclockwise. Uh, there's more than 20 configurations. Uh, most of those configurations can be run both directions. So pretty much every time you come out here to race, you've got something a little bit different to challenge you. All right, our field is now on the main straight. The green flag is out. We are racing. We now have 22 cars barreling down towards the first turn. This is always the adventurous part of the day. Cold tires, 22 cars, nice tightly battled going into first turn. So far, I don't see any dust. That is my indicator that everyone made it through the first corner cleanly. One car a little slowly. Not quite sure who that was. Uh, but no dust so far. That's a good sign. Already getting cars to come up towards cotton corners. And then the, what's turning out to be the slippery corner on the racetrack this weekend, it's the 11-12 combination. A lot of cars went off there in the first race of the day. Uh, it's, you know, we're now at 90 degrees out there. That's why we're racing so early today uh, so we can get these races in before the heat. All of our cars now heading down towards the dogleg, towards Riverside. Starting to spread out a little bit. Still early in this race. Not tires. Tires probably not completely up to speed or up to temperature. Although with 90 degrees outside, getting up to temperature will not be difficult. Uh, haven't heard of any track temperatures yet. Uh, but I'm going to guess that right now we're probably running track temperatures well in excess of 100 degrees. Probably even closer to 120 at this point in time. Uh there comes a point in time where it gets so hot that it doesn't matter what tire compound you have, these tracks are going to be slippery. We do have a slow-moving car heading up towards Phil Hill really, really slowly. We'll see what happens with that. All right, here comes your leaders towards the start-finish line here on our first race lap of the day. I will give you the rundown here. Tim Davin, Jim Davenport, still your race leader. Tim DeSilva is second. Thomas Bird is third. Tom Hope, fourth. Corey Condit, fifth. Paul Marino, sixth. Peter West, seventh. Daryl Wizzleman, eighth. Ninth place is John Yeatman. Tenth place, Robert Merritt. Harindra DeSilva is in 11th, followed by Gary Peterson, Robert Cousin, Nicholas Coe, Maurizio Brandoff, Terrence Carher. Tom Vandewey, Norm Benson, Greg Ledee, James Capella, uh, Ben Anderson, Rick Shea, C.J. Ray, and there was a one slow car. I think that slow car is Joe Moran in a P2 car. That's the seven car, and that car has entered the pits. So that car was able to limp its way around to the pits. So that's good there. All right, so it looks like we got through the first race lap fairly cleanly. No big incidents. Uh, we're now zooming down towards our second uh, race lap here. Uh, this is when the cars will start to try to settle in, and uh, we're doing a 25-lap race today, so it's a time-sensitive, time-certain race. Uh, so we don't count laps here. We're counting time. Uh, this is the fastest race group probably of the weekend, uh, so they should get the most laps in. Uh, I think we did 12 laps. 
in the last race, so we should get at least that many in. I'd have to go back and look now. Uh, but anyway, these are our fastest cars. For instance, the uh, race leader, Jim Davenport, just clicked off a lap of 137.048. Uh, that's, that's blazingly fast out here, folks. So that's what we're doing here. Again, we're multi-class racing here, so we've got a combination of prototype and sports racer cars and winged Formula open-wheel cars uh, all on the track at the same time. And so early in the race, that's not terribly you know, a big deal, uh, but as we get to the second half of this race, uh, when the faster cars start catching up with the back markers, um, there can be oftentimes a pretty significant speed differential between your fastest cars on the track and your slowest cars on the track. And, you know, it, it often has, it can have a determining factor, especially if you've uh, got some pretty close racing up front. Uh, whoever navigates that back marker traffic the best set, tends, to, uh, tends to do well, and we'll see what happens. And sometimes it's just how lucky you are and where you come up on those slower cars. You know, if you come up on those cars during a, uh, a straightaway, you can get past them nicely. If you come up on those slower cars during the twisty bits, it can be rather harrowing. So uh, we'll just keep an eye on that. T Jim Davenport uh, in the P1 car has extended his lead now uh, over the second place car to 9.8 seconds. But, you know, we're really not paying much attention to that race because those two cars really aren't competing against each other. Uh, the first place car is a prototype one or a P1 car. Our second place car is Formula Continental. So, you know, the nine-second gap there, completely understandable and expected. Uh, so the gaps that we're looking at are when we have gaps between the same class. So your first place car right now in FE, Formula Enterprises, is Thomas Burt. And the second place car is Corey Condit. Uh, and the gap between those two cars, 4.2 seconds. So there's your gap between first and second place um, in this particular race. Turn 10-11 still seemingly the slippery part of the track. And that's not uncommon here. That's a, that's a pretty quick... Um, hard right-hand turn, um, it gets dusty and greasy out there, um, and that tends to be a spot where there's a lot of action. Um, but usually it's a simple off and on. The good part about Button Willow is if you go off, uh, there there is a lot of room to, uh, to go before you hit anything. In many cases... You can go forever before you hit anything. So, um, you know, it's good there to keep uh, keep in mind. There's a not a whole lot of not a whole lot of things to hit here when you're out on the racetrack. Car number 45 had a little off-course excursion in turn two. Uh, that is the number uh, 45 car is Thomas Burt. Um, Burt was, at the time, pretty close to the top of this uh, field, 
He has now dropped down to seventh place, so he lost four places with that spin. So that's uh, that's what happened there in corner two. Uh, corner two in this particular case is uh, is just before the corner to gets onto the main straight for start finish. So because we're clockwise or going uh, clockwise, the uh, the corner numbers don't correspond with the turn corners. So it's kind of confusing. I'll try to make it less confusing for you. Um, but the second corner there, uh, turn two, is just before the main straight. All right, Jim Davenport, still your leader. He's taken that gap out to... Um, 15 seconds now. Over the second place car of Timothy De Silva. Again, that's not a race for class. The difference between uh, first and second place in Formula Continental is about 12 seconds. So, again, not a big gap there. The gap between second and third with Formula Continental, much closer. That's a little under two seconds. Uh, so trying to navigate the, uh, the gaps here uh, as far as, you know, races for class leads and so forth. Uh, and then the gap between first and second and Formula Enterprises is about two, six, seven, eight, nine seconds now. Um, so things are getting spread out here. Again, you've got some situations where cars are trying to, you know, settle in here. We're on a 25-minute race, and we're 10 minutes in, so 15 minutes to go here, uh, give or take, as we get ready here. At the halfway point, I'll give you a full field rundown of what's going on here so far in race number one, or race number two here on this Saturday afternoon at Buttonwillow. We do have a short break planned after this race, uh, so there'll be a little bit of time for our uh, track workers to, uh, for our, our uh, race group three to get to the grid. We'll start calling them to the grid for just a minute here. Car number 45, Thomas Burt, uh, another little off and on excursion at turn six this time. Uh, turn six is what we call Phil Hill, and uh, two off and ons will get you a uh, a, a black stick. We call it. Uh, that's basically the chief stewards, uh, chief stewards, uh, letting a driver know that we're keeping an eye on you because you're driving a little bit out of control. Uh, but I think car number forty five knew that because that car has. Uh, that car has pulled into the pits, so maybe there's a bit of a mechanical problem. Uh, we'll see what happens. That car has just pulled up to their crew, and uh, they're looking at tire temperatures right now. So a couple things could have happened. It's possible that uh, they had a mechanical issue. 
It's also possible that by looking at them going to the tire pressures right away, uh, that they just set the tire pressures wrong uh, for the hot temperatures here. And uh, they are, no, car number 45 is done for the day and uh, headed behind the pit wall. Once you make that trip behind the pit wall, that's basically you calling uncle for the day and uh, and being done with it. So, um, so that's where we're at now. We're coming up on the halfway point here. Uh, as soon as we get past halfway, I will give you a full field rundown to the best that I can tell here as we uh, continue to move on towards our, uh, our second race completion here. We've got five races today at Button Willow Raceway Park. We're in the middle of race number two. This is our uh, first race back since we uh, since we took a time out for the coronavirus. Uh, everybody's really happy to be back at the racetrack. Of course, uh, we're practicing social distancing uh, with uh, six feet distance. Uh, everyone's wearing masks. Uh, you know, much like you know NASCAR and IndyCar, who've already gone back to racing. Uh, we're following very similar protocols out here. Um, to get ourselves back on the race, on the racetrack, and have some fun. All right, so we are now at halfway. Let me give you a rundown of the field at this point in time. Your race leader continues to be uh, Jim Davenport. Uh, Davenport is in the number 23 uh, prototype one car. Uh, he has a big lead over the second-place car, which is a Formula Continental car. Uh, so they're not racing against each other for class uh, at all. But uh, the gap between first and second now, 28 seconds. Again, completely expected because the P2 cars are just that much faster than the, uh, the prototype cars or than the Formula Continental cars. So your race leader at the halfway point is Jim Davenport. Your Formula Continental race leader at the halfway point is Timothy De Silva followed by Tom Hope in third. The fourth-place car is your Formula Enterprises class leader. That's Corey Condit. Uh, Port Paul Marino is fifth, followed by Peter West. John Yeatman is in seventh. Your eighth-place car is Daryl Wizzleman. Uh, he is your uh, class leader in Formula Atlantic, followed by Robert Merritt. Harindra De Silva is in tenth. Uh, Robert Cousin is your P2 class leader in 11th, followed by Gary Peterson, Nicholas Cole. Your Formula uh, 4, your F4 class leader is Ben Anderson. He is in 14th place. The FX class leader is Terrence Carraher in 15th place. Your Sports 2000 class leader is Maurizio uh, uh, Brandoff in 16th place. Followed by Norm Benson, James Capel, Tom Fandewee, Gary Labati, C.J. Ray, Rick Shea. There's your top 22. 23rd place is Thomas Burt. Uh, Thomas Burt has uh, Thomas Burt has taken the uh, has taken to the paddock, so he is done for the day. Uh, Joe Moran has not uh, did not take the green flag, so. 
Uh, he is not racing today. So we had 23 cars at the start. Uh, 22 are still running. Uh, not sure what was the reason for Bert to pull off, uh, but he had a couple of off-course excursions, and uh, that was uh, that led to his uh, his uh, his coming into the pits on lap four, and then eventually going behind the wall and calling it a day. All right, so we've got uh, about nine minutes left in this race. Uh, so far, everybody's been pretty clean, making their way around here. <clears throat> the gap between first and second now, again, 34 seconds. Uh, but that's a P1 car in first and a Continental car in second. So uh, we're pretty close to that point there. Um, looking for some class battles back through the field because that's sometimes where the fun is. Um, and the gap between first and second, I'm sorry, between second and third in Formula Continental is right around a second. Uh, so that could be a fun little race to watch there. Uh, there's a Formula Enterprises car mixed up in that battle as well. Uh, looking also, the gap between first and second in Formula Atlantic is less than half a second. Uh, last time at the line, uh, they were four-tenths of a second. Darrell Wiselman in the 23 car had, uh, uh, had a .444 second lead over Robert Merritt in the 41 car. Uh, we'll see what happens when they cross the line here uh, in just a minute. We'll keep it a close eye on that. So that's really... Uh, the only on-track battle for a class lead right now. Here comes those cars across start-finish line again. Still Wizzleman and Merritt. Uh, the, gap's, the gap has shrunk just a teeny bit. Uh, it was .444. Uh, this lap time by, it was uh, .420. So really, really close racing there. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that and see if coming into the closing laps, if Merritt can... Uh, put some pressure on Wizzleman and uh, see what happens there. Going back through the field a little further, I don't see very many class leads. So really, that uh, that race between first and second in Formula Atlantic, that's the one we're going to focus on here as the laps close out uh, because that's the closest uh, battle on the track at this moment in time. Want to let everybody out there know who's listening, you know, you can come out here and have fun with us even if you don't have a car to race. Uh, there's two ways that you can do that. Uh, you can come out here and be a race volunteer worker. Uh, you get to come out and get up close and personal with the cars and meet the drivers. Uh, we've got workers on the corners uh, waving the flags and communicating to the uh, control. Uh, also, you've got... Uh, workers in grid and technical inspection and timing and scoring if you don't want to be in the heat you can come out and work with the timing and scoring crew in the nice air-conditioned uh, confines of the control tower um, heck if you want to be a race announcer i'm always looking for some folks to come up here and talk with me on the radios uh as well uh we've also got a fantastic emergency services crew uh if you want to be the guys and gals who respond when there's an emergency on the track you can come and join them uh, our registration is always looking for help. So there's plenty of ways to come out. 
volunteer your time. Uh, you get a free lunch every race week, week race day. Um, the pay is great. No, actually, it's not. But, hey, where else do you get to go out and have fun with cars? Uh, it's just a ton of fun. The other thing you can do, if you want to take your street car out on the racetrack, uh, come on out here, bring a helmet. Obviously, there's a fee for that. Uh, but you can bring your race car or your street car on the track and put your kind of, you know, dunk your foot in the water, your little toe in the water, see whether you enjoy it. Um, that's often how people get their first taste of being on track and deciding whether or not they might want to get out and go racing uh, wheel to wheel and earn, the, earn yourself some trophies here. Uh, of course, this is a Sports Car Club of America race uh, sponsored by Cal Club Region of Sports Car Club of America. Uh, you can find out all the information about this by going to calclub.com. Uh, if you're out at the racetrack already now and you want to find out more about volunteering, you know, find any of the workers. Uh, you can tell us we're usually wearing white uh, or the grid workers. They've got a very fashionable uh, shade of, of day glow yellow that they wear. Um, and they sport it well, by the way. So look for people in bright yellow or in white and just ask them what it takes or what's involved, and we'll be happy to uh, give you all that information. Taking a look at our race uh, rundown at the moment, uh, right now we've got Jim Davenport, still your race leader, with a 44-second lead over second place in Formula Continental. Uh, so that's a P1 car in first, Formula Continental in second. Uh, the gap between first and second in Formula Atlantic has gotten a little wider. Uh, now Darrell Wiselman has got a 2.1 second lead over Robert Merritt. It's hard to tell whether or not that lead has to do with possibly a uh, back traffic uh, or whether or not or uh, whether or not Uh, whether or not there was a mistake by Merritt or whether or not it was back traffic or whether or not Darrell Wiseman just decided to put the hammer down and pull out a lead. Uh, but that gap is now widened just a bit to one, uh, 2.1 seconds. We'll keep an eye on that as we get to the closing laps of this race. Uh, last time I tried to predict when the white flag would come out, and I was wrong, so I'm not going to do that this time. Uh, until I know for certain, uh, I will... Uh, I will keep my mouth shut on this one. Uh, but again, we've got 13 laps complete. And since this is the fastest uh, group probably of the weekend, uh, they will probably get the most laps in in these 25-minute races. Hearing that there may be some problems with the leader's car, you know, 44-second lead means nothing if your car can't make it to the finish line. So we'll be very interested to see whether uh, whether there are problems there uh, or whether even that leader can slow down with a 50-second lead, probably two laps to go. It's possible uh, that that car can just slow down a lot and still make it to the finish line in first. You also want to look into the fact that not only – does the leader have a 44-second lead over second place, which is not a class battle? Uh, the other P1 car in this race is way... Oh, is, oh. Well, there's your leader right now going really slow. But uh, again, 
All right, our white flag is out. We'll be waiting to see. All right, our leader, Jim Davenport, uh, Davenport has pulled off the racetrack with a mechanical problem on the last lap of the race. So uh, we're going to get a different winner here than we were expecting. Uh, we'll have to see if Timothy De Silva can keep it together here. Uh, there is a 1.1 second difference between first and second. Again, that'll be your overall leader, but there's, they're not racing for class here. Uh, they're racing for um, your first place car will be, at, if everything plays out, uh, next time by it'll be Timothy De Silva. Uh, the second place car would be Corey Condit, um, who is 1.1 seconds back, but they're in different classes. And then another 2.1 seconds back is your second place car in Formula Continental. We're going to keep an eye here on the um, race for Formula Atlantic. Uh, that is a 0.3 second gap here. So uh, we'll keep a real close eye on that as well. That might be our most exciting, our most exciting race here of the day. So number 32, Timothy De Silva, right now is your leader. We're waiting to see when that car comes by. Should be any minute now, any second now, actually. The uh, white flag still in the hand of the starter, but the uh, checkered flag is ready to come out at any second here. Sometimes it's hard to tell here because we can't see the back half of the racetrack here. Uh, from alright the leader is now coming around for the final time towards your start finish line the checkered flag is out your race winner is going to be Timothy De Silva followed by Corey Condit Paul Marino in second place in Formula Continental third place overall Tom Hope looks like uh, was the fourth place car followed by Peter West now we're looking to see Who's going to get the win here in Formula Atlantic? It was 0.3 seconds gap between first and second last time by. We'll keep a close eye on that at this point. Here comes the checkered flag for the Formula Atlantic uh, race here. And Daryl Wiselman was able to hold on for a half-second lead and for the win. We're hearing possibly... The heartbreak for your race leader was, and again, I don't have confirmation on this, but it sounds like the race leader, Jim Devonport, who came out on the second to last lap, may have run out of gas. All right, let's go continue with the race order here. Your eighth place car was Robert Cousin. Ninth place was Herinda De Silver. Ben Anderson is going to finish 10th. Of course, these are uh, these are provisional, unofficial results. Uh, we'll have to wait to until later in the day. We'll be the uh, we'll find out what the official results were. Uh, that usually takes about a half hour or so to make sure everyone clears uh, clears impound and there are no protests. Uh, Gary Peterson will be your 11th place finisher. Uh, Terrence Carraher uh, will finish 12th. Uh, Maurizio Brandhoff. Will uh, Mariko Brandhoff will be third. John Yeatman. Well, we'll just wait here. Got a few more cars. 
making their way around to take the final checkered flag. All right, everyone has crossed the start-finish line. So your 15th car, place car is John Yeatman. 16th was James Capella. Uh, Norm Benson was 17th. Tom Van Way finished 18th. Your 19th place finisher is C.J. Ray. Uh, the 20th place finisher was Greg Labate. Rick Shea was 21st, not running at the finish. Thomas uh, Nicholas Coe and Thomas Burt. So that's your finishing order. Your race winner again was Timothy De Silva in Formula Continental. Your Formula Atlantic race winner, Daryl Wiselman. Your P2 race winner, Robert Cousin. Sports 2000 was run by Mariko Brandhoff. Your P1 class winner still was Jim Davenport, but he ended up one lap down because uh, he. it sounds like he ran out of fuel possibly uh, with one lap to go. Uh, Formula Enterprises, I'm sorry, Formula FX was won by Terrence Carhar. FE2 class winner, John Yeatman. And that is it. Those are your race class winners here in Group 2 at Button Willow Speedway. Race 2 is in the books. We will be back shortly for Race Group 3. <laughs> 